0: Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everybody. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is once again back in business. We have a great episode this week, but before we get into that, I want to talk to you about our friends over at DynastyOwner.com. As the champions of the Dynasty Owner Expert League, we know winning. That's why the Dynasty Rewind is sponsored by DynastyOwner.com. At Dynasty Owner, they take fantasy football to the next level. Dynasty Owner is the only place where you can play fantasy football using real NFL salaries. Sure, Joe Burrow is a value now, but what about in four years? Winning equals money, and that's why you need to budget your cap especially. So head on over to DynastyHunter.com and look for new leagues opening soon. So full of smiles tonight, and to my right, I guess your left, I don't know how he's laid out on your screen. We have Porkman. How's it going, Porkman?
1: going great, man. Just uh ready for the rookie breakdowns. I had a little bit of a rough week looking at some tape, but I got through it.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about that a little bit. So hopefully he didn't have as much or as hard of a time looking at tape. We got Chevin Nooney. What's good, Jeff?
2: What's going on, boys? Uh, yeah, I don't have any kids. So I think I did all right watching my film this week. I think those kiddos <laughs> got pork uh, this week pretty good. All
0: right, and. Yeah. Up- pointing out that i sound a little bit muffled i apologize about that it might just be my voice i've been very stuffy all week i am fighting a cold i do not have covid so um nate's gonna let me know if i'm still sounding yes. uh we got <laughs> nate christian how's it
3: going nate? uh it's going good luckily um i just had to catch up i just had to review the wide receivers tonight because i already watched all these guys like two months ago so all right well there
0: we go <laughs> So I also want to say hi to everyone that's checking in in the chat. we got Dustin Lund checking in, and I guess I have to address the elephant in the room. So I made a bet with Dustin, and Dustin is from Drinking and Talking Fantasy Football. You could find them um, at Drinking Fantasy. Fantastic podcast, friends of ours. I bet him that Drew Locke would be a top 14 quarterback, top 15. Hmm. It doesn't really matter since he (laughs) finished as quarterback 23 on the season. Uh, you know not it, even close. It, I could have gotten like really technical, like, oh he missed some time. Let's let's do the math with points per game and everything. It wasn't mm-hmm. gonna matter. So um tonight I will be drinking a steel reserve. Um <laughs> this Ooh. is twenty-four ounces, it is slow brewed for exceptionally smooth flavor, and I'm not gonna lie, it was a dollar ninety nine. So I feel like I got lied to about the smooth <laughs> flavor here. Um I've never it's had delicious. I've never had a steel reserve. Um, Yeah, so let's um, let's give her a shot here. I'm gonna drink this whole thing on the pod. Big screen, Mike, go big screen. I haven't had a beer in a week, so let me uh, let me do this. Ooh, that's not a good view for me. I just gotta see
1: the face. Yeah, Mm, smells good. Yeah,
0: doesn't smell like (laughs) smells like shitty beer. Honestly, (laughs) um, cheers to drinking and talking fantasy football, Dustin. Jake, you guys are fantastic. Love the show. Love you guys. Let's get this over with here. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, so oh dude. Yeah. So Dustin's gonna DM me his Venmo information. How much do I have to pay you to not drink the rest? Of this? It's so bad. It's um, two dollars. It's like um, it's like they poured out shitty beer and then re-fermented it. Slow
1: with more terrible beer.
0: Mm. Oh, oh, long night for the boy.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Oh my God, this is so bad. Oh, we love you too, Dustin. I should have, I should,
1: I should have got one with you. So you want to do it by yourself, Mike? Because you look like you're about to throw up. You look like
0: Aaron
2: Rodgers. That's what you look like.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Take it like a man. Oh.
2: Oh, gosh.
0: We need a new host, maybe. Kevin <laughs> Nooney is our <laughs> new host. You recommended it. With them. Um, uh, Bronco Five saying, huge fan. Thank you. We're a huge fan of yours, too. Um, so thanks for hanging out. I'm going to be struggling through this steel reserve. I understand why Dustin uh, chose this. But listen, I believe the second part of the bet was I had to send you a couple beers from here, some craft beers. So DM me your information. I'll make sure I get you set up. Uh, we're, my wife and I are having a date date tomorrow, so we're going to be doing, out, doing some shopping. So I'll pick something great up for you. I'll get you set up. But let's talk some rookies, man. This is what we're here for. You know, the, the season never stops. And Will Harris checking in probably wants to talk about Dawson Knox. <laughs> pork, <man>. <laughs> Over <laughs> under two touchdowns this
2: week, huh? What you got pork. Hey, yeah, touchdown
1: last week. Oh, two touchdowns. That's too many, bro. You want to have three? <laughs> three pointer. You could at least give me like a .5 touchdown. He's going to get a touchdown. It's guaranteed
0: almost every week, man. Oh,
1: yeah. It is guaranteed because Will Harris said so.
0: They really put 24 ounces of this in here, huh?
1: (laughs) You (laughs) are struggling. I love this. Delicious. Just imagine (laughs) it's like (laughs) your best craft beer you ever had in your life.
0: No, it is not. Mm. Oh, Yes, I, <laughs> am, I am. I struggling. <laughs> <sighs> you know, I. I <sighs> you,
1: right you know yeah. what, Mike? I'm gonna get one next week. I'm gonna get one next week and see that you like a crybaby while you're drinking this still reserve.
0: Prayers oh. up for work, man. I really <laughs> drink drinking Old English. To be honest with you. Oh, no, boy, no Staring at me. Okay. All right. So let's talk about some. The wide receivers. So the title of the the show is "More Wide Receivers," but I spelled it M-O-O-R-E, play on words, because we are talking about Rondale Moore, Elijah Moore, and Kadarius Tony. He's not a Moore, but
3: you know we have so many Moores. Yeah, you can.
0: Yeah. Also, uh, fun fact: my father's middle name. So, if anyone cool. cares. I really don't. But anyway, let's talk about Rondale Moore, wide receiver from Purdue, five foot nine, one hundred and eighty pounds. And as a mechanic, I almost said he's a hundred. Sorry, that's just what I do. Um, also, please be mindful that Ray Garvin does listen to this podcast, and he is a Rondale Moore fan. So no Rondale Moore slander, or you mm-hmm. will face the math of good old Ray GQ. Uh, mm-hmm. But for his career, twenty games played, one hundred seventy-eight receptions for one thousand nine hundred fifteen yards. He averages 10.8 yards per reception, 14 touchdowns. He also carried the ball 30 times for 248 yards, 8.3 yards per, per carry average, and three touchdowns. Who would like to start off talking about Rondell Moore?
2: I'll do it.
1: You can go, sir.
0: Yeah, Probably that's your voice.
1: Yeah?
0: Probably should ask that pre-show, but I had this reserve looming. I apologize. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean, Rondell Moore, small guy. Uh, but dude is incredible when he gets the ball in his hands. He's somebody that is running routes full speed. Uh, he's not taking a playoff is what I really do love about him. Uh, and all you got to do is get the ball in his hands, man. He, he goes to work. It uh, doesn't matter if it's in the backfield or if it's uh, on the short routes. Uh, honestly, think his separation and route running, uh, though I haven't watched many uh, of the, uh, the rookies that are going to be next year, uh, but I think he's going to be top of it, man. I think his separation and route running is incredible. Uh, the way he sets up his routes is really nice. Uh, he's not going to be a guy that is going up and making the, the high leaping catches. I don't think he's not one of those guys that's going to do that. He's going to be more on those short, intermediate routes um, in the slot. I mean, him being in the slot, too, is a big thing for me. Uh, if he goes into the X, it's going to be tough for him to, I think, win a lot of the a lot of those uh, routes against those bigger tight, end, or bigger tight ends, bigger cornerbacks. Uh, so him being in the slot, he's not getting their best guy every single week. Uh, so I mm-hmm. really do like that about him, and it gives him a lot more time to not be in press coverage if he's off the line. Uh, so being a small guy with the quick separation, you don't want to get jammed up too quickly. Uh, but I think this is a guy that can get open early and fast. Uh, even in the red zone, I think he could be a nice little threat with those quick routes and getting open on uh, the side and even running across the field and getting open uh, in the end zone as well. But, I mean I can see him being a 100 catch guy as long as he's not moved to the X uh, but I really do love Rondo Moore. I think I think I'm going to have him above Chase to definitely start off this rookie uh breakdowns for me. I know it's early but I'm going to go Rondo over Chase right now.
0: Okay so mm. you're you're putting him over Jamar Chase. That's yep. Okay. Um are you concerned <clears throat> about his size at all? 5'9 180? That I
2: mean, the size is there. I mean, it's not very good, but I mean, he's a guy that's going to be quick and speedy. He's bouncing off people when he's running in his yak yards. Mm-hmm. so I honestly don't think it really scares me that much that he's that small. I mean, I just think he's a good dude. His separation is going to be big time for him and running did through guys, people.
0: Do you guys notice that you're watching film on him? Yeah, he's 5'9", 180, but he plays a lot bigger. He's Definitely. Big. Mm-hmm. Like big. if, if T yeah. Higgins played like this when he was at Clemson he would have been a lock of a first round pick because you guys remember watching T. Higgins last year there were times where he looked a little lazy um, he didn't mm-hmm. look as physical as he did with the Bengals which actually a little bit I don't know about you guys but I mean you know, for me Rondell Moore he's so versatile um, which I think could actually um, come at a detriment to. and hear, hear me out on this I'm actually not going to draft Rondell Moore and this is why I'm going to wait until after his his uh, rookie season in the NFL when he doesn't do a lot on the field. And I think um, him being a punt returner and being able to run the ball and stuff like that and an offense trying to find out how to use him, you're going to have the guy that's rostering Rondell Moore probably fade him a little bit. Oh, I didn't see it. These guys are wrong, blah, blah, blah. And now this whole mm-hmm. French batch of rookies is going to come in. He's going to want to move him. So, you know, I, I like to wait till the the shine and the luster wears off to um to try to acquire a player but um i mean wh- what we're saying here he's he's tough he's hard to bring down he's just the, the concentration too for me just watching mm-hmm. him make sure the ball's secured on both punts and passes is is huge for me um but you guys pork Nate you have anything yeah. else to throw in, That was
1: that was my issue like with him with special teams i saw he was starting to uh struggle a little bit with punts like he would, the, he would get the ball lost in the sky for some reason, and I think just the the elephant in the room for him is just his size. Five nine, one eighty is kind of small. Um, sample size with wide receivers being that small isn't really that good, especially being a number one. Um, I think he's a perfect number two or number three option in a passing game mm-hmm. for me. He, of course, like Chef said, he's not gonna have the number one option, but <clears throat> if you can get that guy in space and give somebody a nice little dead leg- Little uh, dead leg daddy type thing and you <laughs> go, go to the house. <laughs>
0: Did this just
1: become a thing right now, dead leg daddy. Dead, dead leg, dead leg daddy like a dead yeah. leg
3: but a <laughs> dead leg dad. <laughs> there you go.
1: daddy dead leg. daddy daddy. Yeah, daddy dead leg. I don't care which way are you as long as the daddy and the dead legs in there. I don't care
0: how you put it together. For those of you listening and not watching. Porkman is drinking Bacardi out of an Eagles coffee mug right now at 9.20 at night. 9. Just so we all know where this you is. You know
1: what? I give no F's today. This is, this is how it's going. You
0: know what? Porkman's he's bringing the heat tonight. But, <laughs> Nate, Yeah, Sweet I mean,
3: out. you guys said most of it. Uh, this guy, he's an incredible athlete. Uh, Rondin Moore is definitely going to test well. And the biggest thing that is so impressive to me is the fact that his freshman year, so as like mm-hmm. a, what, 17 and a half, 18 year old in producing the big 10, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The big, big 10. Fan, yes. So freshman year, just walked on campus, 114 receptions, 1200 <laughs> receiving yards, 12 touchdowns, 213 nice. yards running the ball with two touchdowns and, you know, a playmaker in the return game. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't ask for anything better than that. Yeah. You know we get to the analytics and you have breakout age and Rondell Moore is at the 99th percentile for breakout age. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, and that's one of those factors that has really good correlation to NFL success. Now, obviously everyone can be a little concerned about his size, but he plays bigger than his frame. Mm-hmm. He's elusive. He is a playmaker. You can put him anywhere in the field. You get him involved. He's good. I, th- I think I agree with Mike, that he might have uh, some struggles the first year, especially depending, you know, he could be very landing spot dependent for his first year. I yeah. think after that, he'll be fine. You know, I think he has enough talent to outshine any situation, but his rookie year, those immediate results, is really going to depend on the offensive coordinator that he gets <laughs> paired with. If if it's an offensive coordinator that's going to try to use him just as a uh, slot receiver and only as a slot receiver, you know, it might be a little rough. Mm-hmm. But uh, if they get him involved on screens, sweeps, you know any way they can i mean he's always a a threat to take it to the house yeah Mm
0: -hmm. Um, when you look at his stats too and there's a lot of people that take an analytical approach to uh player profiling and that's fine um keep in mind he was limited to four games last season 2019 did have a hamstring injury and then Mm -hmm. uh Correct me if I'm wrong. Nate, maybe you know this better than I do. Uh, I believe at last season, he 2020, he opted out, then opted back in, yeah. then opted back out. So yep. mm-hmm. seven games between the two years. There's really not much there. But again, 12:58 through the air, or receiving his freshman year in the Big Ten. It, it's you know he's great. My only problem is I also. He just reminds me a lot what they're doing with them. Slot screens. Is he like the next Tavon Austin? That's the only concern. I hate about.
3: to make that comparison, but it does it's it's sitting cool. in the back yeah. of my mind. It's
0: it's close. That's weird. I thought about that too. Yeah, but here's nice. the thing, there was a lot of times where Tavon Austin was startable. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. you know, we have to look at it and okay, so normally when we do our breakdowns, we start with the studs first. Okay. This this year's a little different. We start earlier because we're We're the best podcast on the planet. Just throwing that out there. Nate, fantastic job coming up with who we're talking about. We had to talk about the guys first that we knew were declaring. So, Mm -hmm. you know, Rondale Moore, some of these guys, not everybody's going to be a stud. Not everybody's going to be how it is. But, again, offensive coordinator dependent, landing spot dependent, at least for the first year. You know, And and you have a lot of these guys that they just think – they can make it work, and they can't. So we'll see what happens with Rondell but Moore.
3: What does Chev think Rondell Moore is going to do his rookie year? Because chev has got Rondell Moore wide receiver one right now. So that's like Justin Jefferson, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's my boy Justin Jefferson. I honestly think he's going to be just fine. I think he'll land in a good spot. I mean, he's getting picked probably late first, even if he gets picked, or early second probably. So mm-hmm. usually you're going to get picked to a good team if you're in that landing spot zone. Uh, So I think they'll definitely find a spot. I mean, his separation and breaks, man, like I think they're too good to not be successful. I mean, we watched it with Justin Jefferson. Dude was silly with it uh, on his breaks, and he came out in his first year and just balled out. I know it's a little bit different because we landed in a good spot with Adam Thielen and Dalvin Cook there rushing the football. So that definitely helps him be able to get open. Uh, I honestly think Rondell Moore is not going to skip a beat. I mean, it might take a couple games like it did for Justin Jefferson, uh, but I think mm. he's too good with separation, and when he gets the ball in his hands, I mean, I don't, I honestly don't know if he'll actually be a punt returner and kick returner either. I don't know if that's going to be part of his game in the NFL. I didn't really think he was magnificent at it, so I don't know if that will translate into the NFL either.
0: What about well, my, what? as a sorry, pork to cut you off? Miami is a landing spot because they were. Lynn Bowden was productive there. And we could say, you know, Lynn Bowden was a versatile guy, but Rondale Moore is leaps and bounds better than Lynn Bowden. I mean, yeah. if he went yeah. there, and they are going to be looking for some wide receiver help, Fonte Parker not smashing like everyone thought. Preston Williams, is he going to come back okay? What else do they really have?
3: You know, a landing spot that I've seen for all three of the guys we're talking about tonight is the Green Bay Packers. <laughs>
1: oh, my God. Yeah.
3: I would be so mad as a Bears fan, but whatever. Yeah, you would. But all three of these guys we're talking about tonight play primarily out of the slot. So pairing them mm. with Devontae Adams would and Aaron Rodgers would just be downright oh, unfair. Yeah, you know, I'm
0: watching film on these guys. I'm like, are we just doing a slot wide receiver show?
1: Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> yep.
3: Athletic playmaking slots. Oh, Versatility.
2: Even in the backfield, a lot of these, these guys are Pretty solid at that, too. I mean, catching balls out of the backfield, running like, I can see, like, R- Robert Woods is one of the best guys, I think, coming on these jet sweeps. And I can see it with these guys. And I think they can definitely be successful with those those attributes that they have, man. It's ridiculous.
0: All right. Let's get to our next. More we have Elijah Moore out of Ole Miss, 5'9, 185. And uh, he this played is Porkman's guy. This is Porkman's boy. 31 games, 189 receptions. 2,441 yards. He averaged 12.9 yards per reception and 16 touchdowns. His career for rushing is 21 carries for 71 yards, no touchdowns. Um, well, Parkman, this is your 2021 Van Jefferson, so yeah. why don't we start with you? <laughs> <on this? laughs> no, what, <laughs> so
1: with Elijah Moore, I'm going um, to like break it up between the positives and the negatives. So, I mean, the good thing that I did see about him is that he does have very reliable hands, um, extremely versatile, had a lot of catches out of the backfield and catch with one hand with confidence. I kind of like that a lot. Um, and he kind of plays a little bit bigger than what his size says as well. He kind of looks like a little thick, too. Um, you could kind of rely on him on the inside as well. Um, the only thing I really didn't like is that he had very lazy route running. Like when they, used to, like when they snapped the ball, he would like stand there and it would kind of annoy the crap out of me because he's standing there waiting. When the quarterback still got the ball, he's literally just chilling. Uh, I hated that. Um, it
2: didn't happen just once either. It was multiple it, times. Thing, was I don't know if it's part of their offense or what, man. It was stupid.
1: Yeah, it was stupid, and he just and but the thing I did notice is that. It was like when he played like lesser teams, he would do that. But like when he played Alabama, and when he stepped the ball, he was going. So I'm not sure if that means he has a high motor, or low motor, or if it's like a more of a uh what's the word I'm looking for? Play more up, of I guess down. like a motivation thing. Yeah, I don't. That's the part. That's the one thing I really didn't like about him. But I really do like his hands, um, especially out of the backfield. So I'm not the biggest fan. I can see him being like a possession guy, oh, like sitting in the, uh, like finding a soft spot in the zones or something like that, but we'll see how that goes.
0: Okay. I, does anyone know his 40 time by chance? It's so I noticed he was a little, he's a bit of a twitchy runner. My question is, mm-hmm. can he separate at the next level? No. I, I, see I don't him, think he's an
3: incredible athlete or anything.
0: No. It, no. I see him in motion a lot, and so I'm going to say this. This is my comp, and I don't do a lot of comps. Sometimes things will just pop into my mind. I can't explain it. I don't know. Paul Beasley, I feel like if he's a guy that's given a chance as a number three wide receiver, he could have a really safe floor. You you might be able to plug him in and like, okay, all my other guys are on a bye week, and here's eight points. You know what I mean? I, I feel like that's the landing spot dependent.
1: Uh, yeah, it, it's definitely landing spot dependent. and He just needs to... I just think he just needs to work more, and he has to get more of a motivation to get out <laughs> on the field and play his game.
0: If he goes to Kansas City, you know, Sammy uh, Watkins is gone, mark Robinson's probably gone, so it's going to be Tyreek Hill, Michael Hardman, and if Elijah Moore was your third wide receiver, I'd feel a little more comfortable drafting him than if he went to the Raiders, or the Jaguars, or the Bears, or the Eagles. Or Baltimore. Bears.
3: What? Well, Maybe. Screw the Bears.
0: <laughs> Are they going to resign Trubisky, Chef? No, no, you're. No, no. <laughs> we're not going to resign anybody. They're <laughs> just not even going to have a team. There's like we're probably,
2: probably looking at a couple of tight ends to resign, but that's that's probably about gotta, where we're gotta at. Get right right
3: gotta get those guys. got to get your guys? Yep.
0: Well, I hope they draft Kyle Pitts. That's all I'm going to say uh i hope they know i want him <laughs> to go somewhere else with the quarterback i really um i don't have too much to say about elijah Moore. that pork didn't touch on his blocking i thought was me he blocks you know, your
2: he's mean. not about it man he i, feel, I, I honestly don't think he's gonna be a good yak guy either i feel like he's gonna no, catch it and maybe get a couple yards but he's not gonna be a guy that can just break it loose you yeah. uh, know on any given play i just don't think that's his game. I think running the ball, too, I think he actually struggled just getting downhill. I think he ran more side-to-side, side. and that's kind of a knock on Rondell, too. Sometimes he gets a little side-to-side side rather than north-to-south. So, I mean, I would like to see him definitely do that a little bit more, too. Yeah, we have a, a
0: viewer question. Is that a coyote hat Chevin's wearing? Shaking my head. This is from <laughs> Hops Nooney. That's the hat,
2: Pops. You know, when, when you move to an area that actually has sports teams mm. that you gotta support those guys because I know what it's like for teams to leave, and it sucks. So I'm definitely mm-hmm. a supporter of these guys, man. You gotta
1: go, go
0: Yotes. Right. I'm waiting on my, I'm waiting on my oven too, Dad. Yeah, don't, boy, stop. I would like to point out to everyone: we're not starting a GoFundMe for a bacon oven for Pork Man. He does have a job, so he can just buy his own damn oven.
1: <laughs> how do you know i got bills bro i'm struggling everybody
0: man. has bills man i got bills i need, I got, I need I another $100. i need another stem bro i got $700 on my paycheck this this week i had to <laughs> that figured out so you all know right do, do you guys
3: want to guess where i have elijah moore ranked right now wide receiver what
1: oh boy one well no. no. i want to say like 14
0: 17 sure. say,
3: i'll go 16. 17 wide receiver 17. All right,
0: I'm gonna mail this steel reserves at me. I'm gonna send it to the post office, it'll be there in March.
3: <laughs> wow, yeah, I've heard some people say, you know, I've seen him mocked in first rounds. I've seen some people Mm-mm. say, uh, I don't know if I've seen top five, but I've seen people say, you know, wide receiver six through eight, um, in this class. I just don't see it, I don't think he's a plus athlete. I don't think he's got great release or route running. I think all that is why he's constantly used on screens out of the backfield. He's constantly used in motion when they can manufacture touches for him. So the stats look great, but this team, and you know, it's a good thing that they put the ball in his hands consistently. I think he actually does have above-average uh, yak ability. I think he can, he can, you know, find some open spaces. I think he finds good running lanes, but. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's a plus athlete, so I don't think it's gonna, you know, be the same at the next level. So I'm looking at this guy, and he's limited to the slot. He's not a plus athlete. He has great hands, but mm-hmm. that's the only, uh, like, really good thing about this guy. He's got all good hands.
0: Guys that we're watching have had good hands though. Like I haven't seen any of these guys that we've talked about so far. Uh, Pops, I'm not about to get sick. This beer is just really not, <laughs> not going down that good. Uh, they've all had great hands, but you're right. You know what I think would be the best for Elijah Moore? Do you remember when Blake Bortles was the starting quarterback for the Jaguars? Sadly. You start him, but don't watch him. One of those things. <laughs> I feel like if he goes to a bad team and they're in a lot of garbage time and they're just throwing I, mean, ring, I feel like he could be serviceable then. But I'm sorry, Nader. Mm.
3: I didn't mean to. Yeah, I mean, I don't see it with Elijah Moore. I will likely have. Zero Elijah Moore shares. Um, I have him at wide receiver seventeen, and I know he's going to go before that in most drafts. Um, I think he's he's going to see some hype coming up into the draft season. I'm not because he has great stats. I mean, he has incredible stats. Um, they mm-hmm. fed him the ball, so he's going to get some hype. Um, we'll see how he tests. I don't think he's going to do very well, um, but I'm definitely going to be much lower on him than a lot of people. So I doubt I'll have any shares, and I'm okay with that unless he goes. To an incredible situation where I got to at least have one share in some league just in case. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, in
0: I don't case. think I'm not going to grab him anywhere. Hey, well, Mike,
1: I mean, you know, who else, you know, who else had good stats as a wide receiver in college,
0: Jordan Matthews.
3: Okay. But Yo, I liked Jordan Matthews a lot when he came out,
0: Jordan Matthews had a couple of consistent years where he was, so he was the only up- guy there. Yeah. yeah but let's not forget jordan matthews dropped a lot of really routine passes i mean we're talking hitting him right in the hands i actually met jordan matthews i have an autographed mini helmet of his and i wanted to shake his hand he's like oh man you know i uh i can't shake your hand i caught a cold and i was this close to saying at least you caught something but i just couldn't bring myself to do it I <laughs> I know. It yeah, was, that's messed when up. When Jordan Plus, Matthews
3: came out of college, I thought that he was going to be what Allen Robinson has ended up being.
0: So did every single Eagles fan on the planet. It's James yep. from Dynasty Trades HQ checking in, saying Jordan Matthews was on a career trajectory to be a stud. He, he sure was. was. He was. Yeah. yeah.
3: Shame.
0: <laughs> then the Eagles doctors killed him. Well, they traded him before <laughs> he had the injury, I believe. But he did blame the Eagles coaching staff. Or medical yeah so you know it's 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 always easy to blame your old it's always easy to blame your girlfriend <laughs> it's, it's true. true
3: so now what's more uh no more
0: is Kadarius tony we are no more with an extra oh we are <sighs> at Darius <sighs> tony again from florida it's always good seeing those gators helmets pork man isn't it he is yes that. The biggest wide receiver we're talking about tonight: six foot, one hundred ninety-three pounds. Um, for his career, he is a senior, so thirty-eight games, one hundred twenty receptions, one thousand five hundred ninety yards, thirteen point three yards per catch, uh, twelve touchdowns. He did run the ball a little bit too: sixty-six rushes, five hundred eighty yards, and two touchdowns. So, um, who wants to start about Kadarius? You know what? Actually. Nate, I know you're, you're the Debbie guy, so you get to look at these guys all the time. Do you mind if I talk about Kadarius Tony? Go like, for
3: it, man. This ooh, is my
0: favorite guy of the three. Ooh, I'm not over like, Rondale. Um, ooh. You know, here's the thing. Maybe he's my favorite just because um, I expected so much from Rondale, and, and the expectations were met. I came in with no expectations for Kadarius Tony. I didn't know who he was until mm-hmm. Nate said we're going to talk about Kadarius Tony, and I liked him. He's difficult to bring down. He's a real slippery runner. Um, his route running was pretty good. There was a, a play against Tennessee where he just came up, went back, sidestepped, and the defender was like, I don't, I don't even know where, where in he, the hell to he go. Yeah. Right. It, it was, it was fantastic. He's got good burst. He, I wouldn't, I don't want to say he has elite top end speed, but he has very good top end yeah. speed. Um, you know, he's mostly a slot receiver, but he could do everything out of the backfield. Um, and what I like is against big competition, Alabama in the SEC championship game, he stepped up and he balled out. So that's great and all, but I would love to see some of these guys. You know, you play hard against against Alabama. You're not going to play Alabama every week. You got to step right. it up against your lesser opponents too. But I like Kadarius Tony. I feel like he's a guy that if he's there in like the third round of year rookie draft cuz i don't think he's going to be like sure
1: we say that yeah we definitely said that the other day Did
0: you, I, I don't see him I honestly you, think he'd he be higher, though you think he's got i don't know i feel like he's going to be like a late second early third ish around there like have to, i'm not after watching in the first round of my rookie draft
2: i think honestly can, second round like Beginning to mid second round, I honestly think if he lands in a good spot, I would definitely want to go get him there, and maybe even earlier. I mean, this guy mm-hmm. can do it all. His route running is ridiculous; he's leaving dudes in the dust. I think he's got mm-hmm. a lot of kick return and punt return abilities as well. I think he'll definitely thrive in that his rookie year. Uh, if he lands in a subpar landing spot, I think he'll definitely uh, be a part of that. And I also think, man, him being part of the backfield and his rushing and his toughness. Uh, when he gets the football, I think that's definitely going to play to him getting more time in the NFL, too. I just think he's too good at catching the football and making people bounce off of him to not be in the game. I just feel like he's too good at – like a J.D. McKissick. I mean, if he catches 11 passes out of the backfield, it doesn't matter because he's got probably 80 yards and 11 catches. That's 19 points. You're doing all Mm -hmm. right, and I think he can definitely be a guy that's a third down back even uh, in playing a role like that. I, I love him. I really think he's really good. Okay,
0: and you know, Shed makes a great point with J.D. McKissick. A lot of people were laughing at people picking up J.D. McKissick off of uh, the waiver wire. How yeah, many championship out there had J.D. McKissick on it, right? Uh-huh. Like the guy was free money, and what what did he have at one point in two weeks? He had like twenty nine targets.
1: Yeah, it was stupid. It was ridiculous. Yep.
0: I mean, you can't compl- you can't complain about stuff like that, man. Targets equals points. It's that easy. Unless we do not throwing you the ball because you can't hit it,
1: and I don't know, I don't know why Nate gave me him because you know it's a Florida wide receiver. He knew I was gonna fall in love with that guy. <laughs> he did, he did some choice route where he like he went left, spun around to the middle of the field, and the dude was lost.
3: The spin move still, route running just blew my mind. It was crazy
1: because I'm like, bro, like this dude really doesn't know where the hell he's at. Caught the ball and just jetted. But again, like Mike said, to me, he's like a combination of a Cole Beasley. Cause you said Cole Beasley earlier for the other guy. He's a combination of a Cole Beasley and a Curtis Samuel to me.
0: He's
1: like a he's a special weapon where you can get him to go out and do different routes because his route running is so elite, he'll have that separation. Or he can get somebody, he can be like a third down weapon to where choice routes like that, it's like third and three. You need four or five yards. He's the guy that you know is going to get open. You can just slam him the ball and he's good to go. Yeah. So, honestly, too. Six yeah. Foot. And I think, yeah, he's six foot. And I think he's right now, he's my second favorite route runner. Obviously, behind Devonta Smith because he's a freaking unicorn. But, <laughs>
0: Porkman heading um, out running at the Dynasty rewind. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's making his daughters. He's setting the cones up in the backyard.
1: <laughs> that- you, you see, when you come when you come down to Jersey, you'll see the cones in the back, bro. The three already started. We shuffle. <laughs> shuffle, bro. Twenty we're trying, we're trying to give her. we trying to give her six seconds, but she's still at like fifteen because she's still running around circle
0: <laughs> Yeah, court is not But
1: yeah, I, I I love I love this guy. Um, me and Chef talked about maybe you can get him. I was thinking maybe you could get him in the third round only because a lot of people doesn't know who he is. Um, I guess until the combine coming a combine starts, you'll probably see some of these numbers if they have a combine, which is kind of kind of a scary thing because I love when the combine happens. But
0: you know, here's when that thing.
1: does happen, we'll you, see.
0: You have those people that are like third round picks don't matter, fourth round picks don't matter, and they trade out and they might trade those picks away to people that aren't as knowledgeable and they're they're reaching, oh, I know who this guy is. I'm going to take him. He feels safe. Mm-hmm. Man, picks matter, right? Like, I hate when people they say do. picks don't matter. Like, I've gotten really good value fourth, fifth round in my rookie drafts. Like,
3: especially this year. Especially,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, especially yeah, yeah, cool. this year. Like, And if you pay attention and you watch film and you do your own breakdowns and you listen to podcasts like this that are starting early, you're going to know who to draft in those late rounds because here's the thing your first and second round draft picks are important, but the rest of your draft that might be just as important, if not more important than those first two. Yeah. You got to fill yeah. out the roster. And even if those guys never make it into your starting lineup, but they're a piece to yeah. move, to get something else, you, you've won. Yeah, That's why it's important.
1: Yeah, you have, you have to know these guys because it gets – I've, I've been in some drafts where you get to like the fourth and fifth rounds and people are just picking people because they're just at the top of the list. We're going to give you the guys. that OK, you might have to scroll down a little bit and Tony's not going to be there. But some guys that's going to be we're going to be talking about later on, that might be fourth round, fifth round values, which is Stone Cold Studs, especially when you go to uh, Opportunity. Where the OC that you know, okay, this OC loves throwing to the slide, or this OC loves throwing to the X. You, you'll you'll know that if you listen to us.
2: Gabriel Davis.
1: Oh big fat. Gabriel Davis was undrafted in some of my leagues. Yeah. And I just picked him
0: up because he was there. You can't you can't even get Gabriel Davis right now. People <laughs> for a second. You can get you got be a second. I don't but here's the thing. I can't blame people for not wanting to move the guy for good value because I think I think he's going to be phenomenal and I think John Brown moves on so next mm-hmm. year it's Diggs Davis and Beasley and man Josh Allen is so good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so good
3: It's going to lose this weekend though ayo <laughs> <I laughs> I'm don't
1: want to say. i I'm really I'm, yo, that's a 50-50 for me
3: I can't pick I think the weather is going to be the league. factor that changes the game it's going to be a snow game it's going to be a high winds And snow and high winds means it's going to be hard for Josh Allen to throw down the field to Diggs. And with, I mean, the Bills' run game was already bad. Zach Moss is out. It's going to be. They the Monty Freeman, bro. They're not going to be able to (laughs) run the ball against the Ravens' defense. And the Ravens can run the ball against their defense. I think that's the factor that changed the game here. Um,. Uh, I mean Josh Allen has a freaking really strong arm though so you know it might not matter if it's in a hurricane or not you know he might be able to get the mm-hmm. ball down there so we'll see yeah. But I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty confident about it the uh, Bills defense isn't what it was last year um mm-hmm. their offense is obviously much much improved but I think the uh the weather is in our favor other than the fact that Lamar Jackson has never played in the snow before so
1: Yeah I heard so, yeah, that okay, on so. the uh, I heard that on the radio today they asked him as he playing in snow he said no so that's going to be interesting. They, they've got to bring the extra cleats.
0: Did you see that Mike Jones clip? <laughs> yeah, Mike Jones. That's funny. How can you not yeah. like Mark Jackson? I mean, guy. I guess you're like great a kid. Thing. Pops is checking out for the night, Chev. You want to say bye to Pops?
2: No, I don't know because he said he's XFL. If he's talking about Tony, I mean, was. I'm glad he's in my leagues. you know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> right, well, you guys are let me XFL. talk about night. Tony? oh yeah i'm sorry i thought you were i'm sorry I'm i do know back. you just forgot about nate you <laughs> 8.1%, and i I'm haven't had of
3: debbie I, I don't need to talk about these guys apparently 8.1 <laughs> <laughs> percent
0: just go talk about Tony. talk about Kadari. i mean mike's drunk
3: you guys have already talked about him a lot um not to helmet scout and i don't think this is a like for like comparison but i think it's one you got to bring up because of tony's versatility Is you know he's kind of comparable to Percy Harvin, Mm
2: -hmm.
3: in the fact that you know you you can do a lot of things with him. He's a great athlete. Uh, I think he's not as good of an athlete as Percy Harvin was, Um, but Mm -hmm. Tony Tony's like a poor man's Percy Harvin, and that's not not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Um, This guy, I love Tony. Um, He's actually not ranked as high as I feel like he should be ranked in my own rankings. Just works out that way. I like a lot of guys this year. (laughs) But um, I've seen this guy, I've seen Tony mocked to the Packers in the first round. If he gets that landing spot, then he's uh, this year's Brandon Ayuk, a first-round mm-hmm. draft capital receiver you can get in the mid-second. Nasty. I think Tony's going to be in the mid-second in most rookie drafts. Um, I think he'll probably be a day-two pick in the NFL draft. Um, pretty pretty sure the second round, I don't think he can fall to the third round. He's 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 got a lot of talent, um, like we said, plus athlete. He's got good route running. I mean, my jaw was on the floor with that spin move in his route. I mean, I watched that like 20 times over and over again. I clipped it on Streamable and tweeted it, and I have it on my computer so I can watch it back and forth. (laughs) I've never seen anybody do that, and it was incredible. Um, It was. So this is the guy, you know, like all these guys we talked about tonight, you give him the ball to make things happen. I think Tony can translate (laughs) – pretty well at the NFL. His contact
2: balance is just incredible to me too. He
3: runs like a running back once he has the ball. He's not scared of contact. I mean, he's Mm -hmm. not that big, but he is ready to run people over and he can do it. He's strong enough. So I think he has a lot of explosiveness, which is going to show in his vertical. Dude, If
2: if a cornerback takes the play off and it's a run play, Tony's going to put him on his butt, make him look real stupid. Uh, The one Mm kind of knock I have for Tony is, I feel like sometimes he just gets a little too crazy with his feet. And I see him slip mm-hmm. a good amount. That's the only thing like really I really saw that was kind of just a little takeaway from it. He just gets a little crazy two times and gets his feet too far out in front of him, I think. And he just mm-hmm. goes wild. He's just too fast. He's too fast, I guess.
1: You, you know what's amazing? But he's more like he's more like quick twitch than anything. He yeah. doesn't really have the long speed, but mm-hmm. you really don't need that. You got to just give me the yards, bro.
0: You keep saying, Nate, did you say that all three of these guys were mocked to the Packers at some point? Yet they just don't draft wide receivers. <laughs> they didn't take. <laughs> they had. Uh, they picked up what Bagleton as a
3: free agent last year. Was he? Yeah.
0: Did he re- I think he played like one game for them? Right. Something. Like yeah, that. I
1: think it was one.
3: That's it. Yeah, i getting cut.
0: Can- yeah. I think Canada rejoiced because he's Canadian, right? Yeah. Like yeah. Some-
1: I- well, he pra- I don't know if he's he Canadian, but he played in Canada. Yeah. Oh, all right. Sorry, so he's
3: Canadian.
0: Practically Canadian.
3: Honorary. Honorary. <laughs> Canadian.
0: Alex Singleton played in Canada too. He's a stud. <laughs> well, one year. the <laughs> other. <like>, obviously, Gary. <laughs> Here, he is. Here we go. So, don't get me started. I'm drinking Steel Reserve. I have to finish this. So, you guys got to keep talking for a little you bit. You got
3: like a minute or two left. So, better hustle. finish that up.
0: Keep it moving, bro. I All just right. have a Just question
1: it. It's
2: bad. Go, Shev. So, the Bronco, that's my boy Kyle. He's doing a playoff draft. So, he's like five people left in it. Would you draft CH as one of your running backs? Uh, He hasn't played in a couple games. I think it's like four games I think he's missed. It would be tough for me to go grab him. Would you rather have, I want to say, Hunt still available and CH? I think those are like the next two backs uh, because they take, I think the other teams took the backs already. Which one would you rather have? I think Hunt, in my opinion.
3: I don't think uh, Clyde's going to probably play this week. He was downgraded to do not practice. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, even if he does play, he's not getting a lot of volume, most likely. So I, yeah. I'd probably go with Hunt.
0: That's I
3: think Hunt I will see a good amount of the ball, too, playing the Chiefs. Yeah, they're they're going to run the ball a ton. Yeah.
1: But I think they're still going to run the ball a ton. Like, if they start, hopefully they win a coin toss. And they they get the ball first. They're going to try to milk that clock for what it's worth. We saw so how the Broncos played hunt.
3: the Chiefs close. You just got to run the ball and keep Mahomes off the field. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. that's that's the that's the only way to beat them, honestly. I mean, yeah.
3: you know he's going to score in like a minute or two, so you just got to <laughs> make it so he doesn't have that many chances.
1: That's nuts.
3: You good, Mike?
1: Mike is struggling. Oh, no, you get that done. though. You yeah, got some upset getting... stomach diarrhea. We're
3: Mike's ready getting... for that verse. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hallelujah. Fun fact fuel <laughs> reserve is
3: 8.1%. And 24 ounces is two standard drinks. So Mike. You basically <laughs> just drank like four beers. Is
1: it is it are you done yet with it? You good? No, I got a little bit. Yeah, just just take it to the head, bro.
0: Go, 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 go. So bad. It's so bad. Dude, it's so bad.
1: <laughs> you, know, you know what? You know the best part about Steel reserve? The bottom. Because everything is trash at the bottom.
0: Chef, please tell me you got a verse about turning water in the bottom. <laughs> still reserve into anything else.
2: I'll make sure I got that uh, next week Pork is drinking it, I'll make sure I got one for you.
0: For the record. I am a father, and I I would prefer when my daughter takes food out of her mouth and puts it in mine. Because you know, if you're if you're a dad, you got kids, you know what that's all about. That is better. Still uh-huh. reserve. <laughs> like
1: soggy Cheerios. Soggy Cheerios better than still reserve.
0: Dad, that snack. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll take a snack, and that's been in your mouth. Thank you, sweetie. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that does, it. Does all oh, the burp, That was the worst burp ever.
3: All right, Chev, what you got?
0: Chef, you, guys, you got the, the love of God. <laughs> you guys have a monkey knife fight? Yeah, <laughs> uh, Use the code Rewind, all caps, on monkeyknifefight.com. <laughs> <laughs> Your first deposit up to $50.
3: <laughs> Boy, no, you don't you put the banner at the bottom, bro. <laughs> <laughs> My eyes are watering. Hold on, let me find it. Where You're asking there? too much of Mike right now. You're asking a lot of uh, right
0: now. Here it is. There's the banner.
3: Oh my goodness. There's nine day. people watching.
0: All nine of you sign up. Especially on- <laughs> So yeah, well so Monkey Knife fight.
1: Um I just I would say join our Patreon. We do something about Monkey Knife Fight. Um after every game. We try to, you know, between me, and Maddie, the only people that can really oh, Nate to, we talk about what we're gonna do. We probably drop like a five dollar or two dollar bet. Uh we've been doing pretty well the past couple weeks. It's been some really wonky games going on, but um we're going to drop some tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow morning. So if you join our Patreon, we can get that stuff out to you, try to make some money.
3: Making money.
2: Dax. <laughs> you know, tonight would be great for a, a Manscaped demonstration. I wish we had those still, but Mike, it's all right. We'll yep. hold off on those. No, <laughs> Mansca- don't get <laughs> Mike started. I know. I, oh, here's the verse of the night boys the <laughs> here we go Matthew 5 44 but I tell you love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you not all the people that are in your corner or that say they're in your corner are going to be your friends at the end of the day some are going to flip on you some are going to return your enemies uh, but pray for those people pray for the people that hurt you pray for the people that um, maybe are your enemies I, I don't like to call people my enemies I'm, I don't like to say I hate people either I just sometimes uh, don't connect well with people, but I uh, pray for those people still. I mean, we're all in tough times. We're all hurting. Uh, you never know what's going on in somebody's life. I feel like I said a lot of the same stuff every single week, uh, but I think it just relates really well with what's going on right now and to trust in the Lord uh, with all your heart and, and love the people around you, man. We did a thing uh, this summer for the summer of love, and I really think that holds true. I think you should love people all the time, not just in the when you're doing good, when you're doing bad, you should love them no matter what, man. Uh, love the people around you. Pray for them. Uh, take care of your friends too, man. Take care of the people around you that are in your corner.
0: Chef, right. beautiful and Frank chiming in, saying a lot of Twitter beefs lately. Good stuff, yeah, chef. But yeah, um, yeah. Build each other yeah. up. Come
3: on, yeah. Build, you yes. know, that's, that's yeah. a
0: great point. We're all in this to help each other out, build each other up. Don't care each, right. each other down, right?
1: Yeah. yeah, I agree with that, Mike. And to elaborate <laughs> yeah. on that. Please, people, if if this female's giving out fancy advice, don't say it's not advice because they're female. Because we both have eyes, we we all have. men and female got same eyes, and we can. Me and Michael might disagree on somebody.
0: They're fantastic. Man.
1: <laughs> me, me and Mike <laughs> may disagree on somebody, and it might get to a point where you know what. Me and Michael be fine, but if Mike was a female, I would say, "Well, he's trash." I'm never going to say that. So if it's Lindellians telling you that Jason Sanders is better than Matt Prater, don't <laughs> kill him for that. It's stupid. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just dumb as crap. I, I, that just irritates like
0: me, me, for the record. Yeah. Well, and you you know what know you say? Linda's my girl. Don't start a with her. And you know what, guys? When a girl's giving fantasy advice, it, Frank's making a good point. If you don't agree, ignore it, move on. Thank you. Guys, we get it. Women cook. You don't need to say, "Oh, that's a weird looking kitchen." You're in. Ha 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 ha. Hey, 1957 yeah. called. They want their fucking joke back, Dad. Seriously, like, <laughs> be respectful to women. You know what I mean? Like language, Mike. Like, well, I just drank a steel <laughs> reserve.
3: Yeah, this allowed no this. Okay. I hope <laughs> <you> <laughs> after <laughs> show is gonna be lit. Here we go. <sighs> you can find me at NateNFL on Twitter. Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> at ShowBoyRD, <laughs> Boy With
0: Porkman, where can we find you on Twitter? Hey, you know where to
1: freaking find me. You can find me at FF Porkman. man
0: FF man Do you guys actually want to you want me to sign you off? Or you is that are we already done? Sign me off, man. Okay, great. So you can follow Nate at Nate NFL. You can follow Chev at Chevboyer D boy with an eye. If you are so inclined, you can follow me at the MBower85. I would much prefer you follow the show at dynasty rewind and i would also very much prefer you join our patreon community it is fantastic we got a couple new articles dropping this weekend as per our intern sean fournier sean i'm sorry i mispronounced your last name every single time i'm just going to say fournier because that's how it goes on up here um two different tiers five dollars eight dollars head on over to patreon.com forward slash (laughs) dynasty rewind it will explain everything for you there you get uh, some pretty much unrestricted access to all of us. So come hang out. Great time. Thank you again for watching. Thank for listening. Be kind. Please rewind, everybody. Until next week.